0: Welcome back to Tomorrow's Office Talk, Episode 9, where we recap NFL Week 4, and we go over our big dogs and ankle biters of the week. NFL Week 4 officially in the books. Dude, I kind of want to start this off by saying... I kind of had that upset of the week, week one, you know, with the Lions being Kansas City. I've just struck out since then i think I think I'm addicted to the big upsets, and that's where I keep talking myself over yeah they're
1: hard those upsets, especially the bigger ones, are hard to come by who who did you have upsetting uh
0: this, this week time? was the Falcons Jaguars, which quite frankly didn't even come close
1: yeah, that's i didn't know how that was gonna play out. I mean, two things there, they wanted to avoid that zero and five. I mean, not zero and five, but five game losing streak. And London's their home. Jaguars that is. That's not true. saying they win every time there, but
0: they know their way around there. I think. I think next week when we do our predictions, I gotta. I gotta really look into the like the odds favorites and go off of that instead of looking like. At the shocker upset, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got to be smarter about it. That's where I got to dive into next one. Yeah, that but makes sense. Let's go ahead and kind of dive into our recap. We're going to recap week four. Uh, just a to back on that Thursday night game. I know we talked about it last episode, but Lions won 34-20 against the Packers. Quite frankly, that game was never really that close. Packers had to try to make a comeback to make it close. David Montgomery just went absolutely wild on them and – had three touchdowns, hundred something yards. It was, it was rough.
1: Yeah, he looked like a college running back to me, just having his way, just running.
0: I think Lions are going to win that division though. Looking at it moving forward, I think they're number one. Who's their competition? Division. I I guess the Packers. Now that I think about it, because yeah. Vikings, they're just in such a deep hole at this rate. You know, like it's going to be very hard for them to try to mount anything.
1: Yeah, to me, I mean Lions, I Lions got it. The only competition I see. Is themselves, so they they look okay to me right now.
0: Yeah, I'm look, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can pull off here because as of right now they should they're, they're a playoff team in my opinion at the moment. Obviously yeah. things change, but it's gonna be exciting to see Detroit in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, everyone will love that man.
0: All right, moving on to our first Sunday game that started at 9:30 in the morning. We have the Falcons and Jaguars in London. Jaguars win 23-7. to I mean, I think Jaguars defense stepped up, but I also think Desmond Ritter kind of fucking sucks. That's kind of the point I'm getting at right at, at, with him at this rate. Like, I I don't know. Like, when I watch that game, and it's kind of my own fault too for like this is my first game fully watching him, but I should have never picked them for the upset because this dude just does not look good in my opinion.
1: Yeah, he didn't. He didn't look good at all in that game. Coming back from a loss, it's like you expect to see more um, from both teams, but you you've seen the most out of the Jags. But Ritter, I don't know. He was playing for the other team, dude. Was he just looked horrible?
0: Yeah, he completed nineteen of thirty-one attempts for one hundred ninety-one yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions.
1: Yeah, I mean. Honestly, you take the two interceptions out of it, you know, I'm sure it, the game would have been different. But it's like turnovers kill a team. Like, You you just can't make some of those. You got to better your decision making. Because some of uh, one of his picks were, it was just uncalled for. It was like, what the fuck? You can't make that pass. Um, but Jags, they just looked good. Like their offense was on a tear. Evan Ingram stepped up. Christian Kirk.
0: Their uh their run game though still kind of sputtered pretty hard in my opinion. Jax. Uh, yeah, because Etienne had 20 carries for 55 yards. That's averaging 2.8 yards a carry. That's yeah. pretty rough.
1: Yeah, I I don't know what it is. Um, the running backs, the running backs this season. Not all of them are playing to their full potential in my opinion. So I'm seeing that all across the league. Not saying that I'm giving Etienne an excuse because he's healthy and should be playing to his full potential. But I've just been seeing the same thing across the league, obviously. Montgomery's doing his thing, fifth year in the league, doing his thing. But
0: I don't know. I'm curious so, to see how they do against the Bills, though, um, because I feel like their offense hasn't it hasn't done what we would expect their offense to do yet. And when you face the Bills, you, you have to. Like, we just seen what happened with the Dolphins. You have to be able to put up points. Yeah. Um, and I don't think the 23 is going to beat the Bills in any way.
1: I don't think so either. Um, I do like the way their, Jags, that is, I do like the way their offense came out in this game, like showing all parts of the offense. Everyone got a touch, passing and running. Running wasn't all that effective. I see them trying it, but, you know, against the Bills, they know how to lock down on defense. So something will have to change.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Jags do have a little bit of a, Advantage though, because it's London next this upcoming week too, and they just get to stay there for the whole week. So,
1: don't know how much of an advantage it is I, when you're playing I, the Bills.
0: Yeah, you know, Bills are definitely like one of those top teams, but I gotta assume there's some kind of advantage that comes with that, man, because you get the jet lag, you get the whole different environment. Like, yeah, moving on to our next one, going to the Bills versus Dolphins here. Uh, we have the Dolphins losing to the Bills 48 to 20. I mean. The Bills winning doesn't surprise me, but winning by 28, that did surprise me.
1: Yeah, and it's it's tough. It just shows how good the Bills defense is. Um they they just lost Trey Trey White, Tredavious White, but that defense just looks good like the high scoring offense. They held them to 20 points coming back from 70 points. I mean, you can say they're tired. They might have been tired. The Dolphins were I don't know. I mean, 20 points is really low.
0: Yeah, no, that's like, that's that's pretty low, especially for the number one. I still think they're the best offensive league, in my opinion. Yeah. They just faced a, a good defense. I mean, Tua went 25 for 35 for 282 yards, one touchdown, one reception. It's still not terrible, in my opinion. Um, but I believe I said in that last episode that this is a defense that will expose you if you give them the chance. And that's what they did. They also had four sacks on them. Like, they they exposed the opportunities they had. They they take advantage of it.
1: On both sides of the ball, like, Diggs had a field day. Um, six catches, 120 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, both sides of the ball, the Bills can be a deadly team. They're just, to me, just not – they don't show that every game. It's like they show it when they need to, and I think they felt like – Okay, this is the Dolphins. They just came off 70 points. They're they're getting cocky. They're getting arrogant. We're, we're going to show up. We're not going to let them look like the best team in the AFC.
0: Yeah, I agree. And Diggs plays really good when he's pissed. And, I mean, he had six receptions, 120 yards, and three touchdowns. Yeah. That's insane. One of those touchdowns, I believe, was when, like, he had two people draped all over him, and, like, he caught it and then just, like, pushed, bullied them away. And then ran for a touchdown. It was insane,
1: dude. Yeah, he, he turns into a different person. Like, I, I like Diggs. When he's, when he's on his A game, when he's pumped up, I mean, he's a different animal.
0: Also, i to give shout-out to Josh Allen. He went 21 for 25. Almost had a perfect game for 320 yards and four touchdowns. Like, that's an incredible game. Like, I also think the Dolphins' defense, I don't know. It's, the Dolphins' defense might be something to worry about in the playoffs. I think regular season, your offense is good enough to get you a really good record still. But the Bills are going to be a team that are there in the playoffs. And you got to figure a little something out with that defense.
1: Really, that I mean, that could be a playoff matchup right there. You've seen the Bills. Bills seen you. It's like something has to be different next time they play, if they play. Um, I mean, Bills, they're just, a, in my opinion, the Bills. It's pretty simple. High-scoring high offense to me high-profile players on the offense, and the Dolphins' defense, I don't think they'll win them games. Like, the Dolphins' defense is their weak point. Their offense has to score points for them to win. Yeah, absolutely. Like, 20 points is not going to cut it. You can honestly score 20 points in three quarters, so you'll need that fourth quarter against the Bills. You need to score almost every quarter against uh, the Bills.
0: Yeah, I could see this being the AFC Championship game. Like I don't think that's crazy to say in any way, shape, or form.
1: Yeah, I'm still I'm still not um calling Mahomes out. Just I've seen enough.
0: Yeah, I mean if he gets in the playoffs, anything can happen. Really. Yeah. But overall, team wise, I I think these are the top two in the AFC. Yeah, in the AFC. Yeah. Moving on to our next one, we kind of I mean, quite frankly, this wasn't even a good game. Vikings at the Panthers, beating them twenty-one to thirteen. Panthers are not good. I mean, you didn't win by much. They get their first win, so it's not like... I feel like there'd be something to look forward to if they won this like 40-13 to or even like 30-something to 13. But, I don't know. I feel like I just... I expected more out of the Vikings. Like, all right, this is our chance to get our first win. Let's just beat the fuck out of a bad team. And like, that just didn't happen in my opinion.
1: I think, uh, to me, the Vikings winning, I think they... As an organization, I'll take it as a win is a win, and you know we'll we'll get. Let's just worry about the next one. Let's get this one out of there. It wasn't pretty. Well, we have some things to critique, but shit, we're not we're not winless. It's like we got that first one. All right, let's build off that. Of course, we want to see with their weapons. We want to see them win by twenty points.
0: Wow. Yeah, and on the other side of it. On the Panthers' side, Bryson, I think, had his best game of the year so far. He went 25 of 32 for 204 yards. No touchdown, but no interception. I think that's a big part for him because he wasn't really protecting it that well before. So, I think next game, look for a similar stat. I don't even know who they play, but like a positive would be a similar stat, but like just one touchdown. Because the Panthers, they're a complete rebuild and just look for progress and everything and The Vikings still need to press the panic button because they should be freaking out right now. Yeah, that's progress for um, Bryce Bryce Young. Still Still think he's going to be the worst quarterback out of this draft, though. Top three, that is, like, of the big three that came out of it.
1: What, quarterbacks? Yeah. Yeah, I think he is just based off what I'm seeing now and the way everyone else is progressing as fast or faster, I should say.
0: Yeah. Next up, we got the Broncos at the Bears, winning 31-28. to 28. They had to mount a comeback to beat the Bears, which is kind of hilarious in my opinion. Uh, Fields actually had a really good game. Granted, I think it was against the worst defense in the NFL. He went 28 for 30, out of 35 for 335 yards and four touchdowns, which I still think is impressive to do at any level of the NFL even if you're facing a really bad defense. But it still makes you, like, you would think them going into the Thursday night game against the Commanders, you're like, hey, maybe he has some momentum behind him. But, like, I also don't know because that defense was so fucking bad.
1: Yeah, the Bears, or I should speak on Justin Fields, I mean, I expected this all season. I think, I'm not going to say I expected this all season. I think... Everyone expected this all season, but I expected him to turn it around just maybe not as fast. Like, I didn't expect him to come into the season playing like this. Um, the best thing he did was just get the ball to his weapon, DJ Moore. Your new, the new addition to the team, eight catches, 131 yards, and made one touchdown. That, that's, how you, that's how you win the game. Get the ball to your weapons, tight end, friendly, I get that goal commit, seven catches, 85 yards, two touchdowns that'll that'll win you games. You didn't win this game. Your defense sucks, obviously, but this is this is a positive for the offense. I mean, this to me this I like this. They'll just have to step it up on defense. Giving up 24 points in the second half when you held them to just 7 points in the first half, did you get tired? I don't know. But Justin Fields looked fucking good.
0: Dude, I uh I did the dumbest thing in one of our fantasy leagues too. I benched Cole Komet because like ranking wise for tight end points, that Broncos didn't give up that much, or whatever. But they're the worst defense in the NFL, and I fucking benched Colton. Like th- it was so stupid of me. Like yeah. as I was watching the game, I was like, "Why the fuck would I do that?" <laughs> and then he goes off for like twenty-seven points fantasy.
1: I I don't know. I don't buy too much because I see that I see that on some of my apps um, I play fantasy on, and I'm like, "Look, fuck that!" Like one one game, they told me the Steelers wasn't. We're projected to what get some some amount of points. They got me a shit ton of points, like twenty plus points. I was like, not saying not saying that happens every time, but I kind of base it off of me.
0: Yeah, no, I get that because I feel like it's the
1: same same thing as someone just paying attention to analytics, just like me. Yeah, absolutely.
0: But even though the Broncos won, they still fucking suck. They had to have a comeback win to beat the Bears, and they just need things to go their way. Marcos still also need to be pressing the panic button, and I, I don't even know what to do over there, because they they dug themselves in such a hole with all the trades they did. It's, it would suck to be a Broncos fan right now, if I'm being honest. Yeah, um, Broncos
1: fan right now, I would hate it, but seeing this first win in that fashion, a comeback has to feel good. It has to feel like well, it doesn't have to feel like there's hope because there's no hope. But it just makes you feel good for a couple of days until your next game.
0: Yeah, and then they lose. I don't know who they face next, but it's probably a loss because it's probably not the Bears, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. I mean, Russell Wilson looked good against the Bears. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> yeah. On to the next one. This one's a little bit of a surprise, but also not really because of what happened last second. But Ravens beat the Browns 28-3. to um, The reason I say... It's a surprise, but it isn't because everyone thought Watson was good to play. Um, and then he kind of got ruled out the day of, and they pit in some UCLA dude. Uh, his name is Dorian Thompson Robinson, a rookie from UCLA. This this dude had no shot going against this Ravens team, man. No shot.
1: Yeah, going against a divisional rival, I don't – or division rival, I don't think. I don't think this was a surprise at all. As soon as I heard Watson was out, I couldn't even think about who their fucking backup was. I'm like, who's their backup? Someone started the name Dorian. I'm like, Dorian Finney-Smith in the fucking NBA? Like, who (laughs) the fuck is this guy? Um, And he played like a question mark. Like, This guy had three interceptions, got sacked four times. They scored only three points in the first quarter, and then you just never seen their offense again. I, I just don't – I mean, they had <laughs> – I just don't get – I don't get it. Like, this is your – I mean, maybe it was a bad game against the wrong team. You got to start against the Ravens. You might probably shitting yourself. But
0: – I mean, yeah, the defense took advantage of everything that that dude gave them. I yeah. mean, the Ravens offense, while they put up 28 points, it didn't even look that impressive, to be honest. Uh, Lamar Jackson completed 15 out of 19 – for 186 yards and two touchdowns. The Browns defense is still good. It's still one of those top defenses. But I mean, if you had Watson in there, I don't know if they would have won. But this score would not have been the same just because the turnovers would have been reduced or at least it, it would have been different because you don't have that, fuck, yeah. that bum back there. <laughs> I feel bad for Coleman Bum, but man, he said no chance.
1: Yeah. I, Yeah, score would have been way different had Watson in there.
0: Mark uh, Andrews had a good bounce back game. I say bounce back, but it's like more of like it's a Mark Andrews we know, where he had like eighty-five yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, and he's playing like a factor. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah! All right, moving on to the next one. This may, this may be a little tough, man. It's a uh, Sealers falling to the Texans, thirty to six. I mean, the Texans just kicked their ass, dude. Like, what happened?
1: Yeah, back to back thirty-plus, uh, thirty-point games for the Texans. I'm starting to think their defense is fine in their niche. I mean, I know their offense is. C.J. Stroud, 306 yards, two touchdowns. Getting it to one of his favorite targets on the field, Nico Collins, 168, two touchdowns. I mean, Nico and Tank Dell are kind of my favorite receivers to watch right now. Um, Other than C.D. Lamb, honestly, C.D. Lamb is probably always going to be my favorite to watch coming out of college. I just always liked him. But Steelers, in this case, it's like a internal internal house fire right now. Like we we just we're trying to figure it out. Our offense is if we're not dead last, we're right next to dead last. We're almost dead. Um, it's it's just tough. Jalen Jalen Warren had the most catches, six catches for twenty six yards, and the most receiving yards. Like, I'm not. I don't know. What's going on with our offense. And being held to six points, being held to six points by the Texans is kind of embarrassing.
0: It, it feels like it's going to be really hard for the Steelers to even try to break even with their record at this rate. Because this is their second blowout loss. Like, that's the most concerning part. It's not the fact you lost to the Texans. It's the fact you've been blown out twice already this year. Yeah.
1: About breaking, breaking even, I think we started 0-3, 0-4 one season we sell broke even. I'm not too concerned about breaking even. I wouldn't even care about the record. I just want to see some turnaround within the team. Like, I mean, Kenny Pickett threw for 114 yards. They're your best target on the field. George Pickens, three catches for 25 yards. Our running game's not there. This has just been all season. I mean, Najee did okay. 14 catch, 14 rushes for 71 yards. Is it's just hard to watch. Like I turned the game off probably second um second quarter. Like I was done with it.
0: Do you blame it more like on Pickett or do you think like Matt Canada is like a real issue? I
1: really I really don't like really don't like getting into um who the blame is on, but because I think it was really a team thing. It You can blame the whole team too. It it centers around the offensive plays, centers around Checking at the line um, from the quarterback centers around the quarterback's decision-making our fucking cornerbacks. Hey, our cornerback is our weakest part of the defense. And I think it's been that for so many years. Like our DBs just suck. Uh, I can't say DBs. Our cornerbacks just always sucked. Um, Given a hundred, this is our second game where guys had 150 plus yards on us. Uh, Not just a guy, a receiver, Hundred fifty plus yards in the air. It's just fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, it's rough. We, you want to see progression with the Steelers, but it's, it's going to be a hard season. It's going to be a hard season for sure. Yeah, it's, uh, I think we could turn it around. Texans really have me wondering if they're legit or not right now, because like you said, back to back thirty point games. That's not. That's not easy to do in any facet.
1: No, the Texans putting up points. I mean. They're not going to be an easy game. You're go you going to Houston or they're coming to you. They're not just those Texans that you, that just roll over. I don't think – now I'm thinking about it. I don't know. They're playing better than the Vikings. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So they're not – I don't think there's one team in the league that just rolls over. You know, Bears, maybe you can say Bears, but you see the fight they just gave, but it, Broncos are horrible. But I mean, right now, I think any team can get a win. But now Texans, they're just gonna be a tough, a tough beat.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm getting a little nervous about the future of the AFC South just because it's gonna be competitive, gonna be competitive to I, at this rate.
1: Yeah, the Texans. I mean, definitely they're turning it around. Got got your quarterback. I mean, who's looking like the face of the franchise? Got your running back and Damian Pierce, Nico Collins, and Tank Dell. I mean, they're yeah. looking good. They're getting man. set up.
0: Yeah. Moving on to the next one, we got another team from the AFC South, and my team. We got the Rams beating the Colts in overtime, twenty-nine to twenty-three. There was there were some up and downs for me during this game. The Colts, they pretty much started just out flat in the first quarter, uh, first half. Really, no points in the first half. It felt like no matter what Richardson tried to do, it just wouldn't work. People were dropping stuff left and right. He had a few bad passes, too. Like, it's not all on the team. He, he definitely had a few bad passes, too. Um, and then also our defenses also shit the bed the first few drives. Like, the Rams just looked like they did whatever they wanted that first half. It was really – it was rough. Um, but it's kind of a tale of two stories because the second half, it was all Colts. Anthony Richardson came out, and all, going into that second half, the only thing I was thinking of is I want to see him come out and not hang his head and just give up in any way. And he did not do that at all. He he came out to kick some ass, and that's what he did. He uh, His total completions were 11 out of 25. Completion rating, not the best. But he had 200 yards, two passing touchdowns, 56 rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown. He went crazy with, like, gunslinging in the second half. And that's kind of why his completion rating was low, because the first half was more of, like, the dink and dunks, and, like, it just wasn't working. And then he just started slinging in that second. And he made some throws that were – they got me really, really excited for the future. There was one where he was running. Someone, like, stepped on his foot as he was running. So, he was, like, kind of falling and threw it 30 yards just on a frozen rope right to the dude. There's another one where Aaron Donald was sacking him. And he threw it as he was being sacked and just right to Alec Pierce. There was a lot of promise coming out of this. Obviously, going to overtime, would have I would have liked to walk away with a win. Uh, the Rams got the ball first, and they just went down. And a blown coverage by Kenny Moore, Puka Nakua, fucking caught it five yards away from the end zone, just ran it in. Definitely not ideal at all, yeah. um, especially when it's a blown coverage. Not even like a he outplayed type of deal. It's just fucking defense fucked up. But now I'm starting to get really, really excited watching Anthony Richardson.
1: Now nah, he's he's definitely a great player to me, and him him being. Uh, two-way dimensional definitely helps. Like, that really helps this game. It makes him look a lot better. Um, but the the Rams, they kind of remind me of that the playoff Rams who were a tough out in the playoffs this game, at least. 300-plus 300, 300 yards by Matt Stafford. I mean, he's going to throw the ball 35 to 40 times a game. We expect that. But Calvin Williams, 25 rushes for 103 yards. Um, yeah.
0: It was hard to tell because, like, thinking of my past memory of the Colts facing the Rams, it always feels like they match up really good against us. But at the same time, they're a good team. So, it's like, it's really hard to tell. It's like, was our defense just playing really bad? Or did their offense come out hot and just take advantage of a mediocre defense at the time? Or, like, a defense who was just kind of flat. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. The, I mean, the Rams, they do, to me, they do have weapons on that, on that offense. And they're about to get a weapon back when Cup comes back um but like the 49ers game i think what the rams lost by three or six or something like that i mean they made it a game the whole time against the 49ers defense who's what's supposed to be a top three defense so i mean like i said matt stafford has kind of seen it all he's played in the worst he's played in the best of my opinion like with the best players but i, th- I think he can just ma- manage complex situations
0: he, uh, I think he's great at that. He also got hurt in the third or f- maybe at the beginning of the fourth, mm-hmm. his hip. Um he's just a, a tough son of a bitch, dude. Yeah. He was back there like hobbling and still completing passes and stuff. Granted, it still clearly affected some of these passes, the coming up short or just not being able to scramble, but I got nothing but for respect for Matt Stafford always always have, you know, played for Detroit for so long, but he he plays his fucking ass off, and he still deserved that win too, so
1: it's hard. Yeah, just speaking on his toughness a little bit, I remember um, him playing in Detroit, and I think his shoulder came out of place, and he had to come out the game, and he's yelling, my shoulder came out, my shoulder came out. But I think they were – th- either they just scored the touchdown and they needed to go for two or they were right there at the goal line, and Matt Stafford went in there, Threw the ball. Threw for the touchdown. Maybe it was like a yard or two. But he threw the ball because he was mic'd up, too. So, as, as soon as he threw this damn ball, you can hear him yelling. Like, ah! They're just, <laughs> like, taking off to the sideline. Like, his shit was done. He's, but, he's a tough son of a bitch, man. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, but other Colts fans, don't be worried about this loss. Um, the biggest thing we've been looking for is progression. And this Rams is a really good Rams team, in my opinion. Uh, maybe not the best Rams team, but they're still really good. So, lot to look forward to. It was a good game. Moving on to the next one, we got the Bucks beating the Saints twenty six to nine. This kind of felt like what the score would be, just because the Saints' offense just can't get like anything going, which is weird because they have the weapons. Um, and Derek Carr did end up playing, which is like him and Jason Watson swapped. Like, Carr was not expected to play, but then he did last second. Watson was expected to play, then he didn't last second. That was, like, a weird little thing. But, I mean, this Bucks team still looks like they're going to be one of the top NFC teams. I, mean, I wanna say, like, one or two, but, like, they might be the, the fifth best team in the NFC.
1: Yeah, you give me a confident Baker Mayfield, and this is what he can do. 200, almost 250 yards, three touchdowns. Chris Godwin, I mean, went crazy. Eight catches, 114 yards. Uh, Mike Evans, three catches for 40. He got hurt in it, too. Yeah, that, that's what I was leading with. Like, he seemed like he was on pace to not get 100 yards, but on pace to bring that 246 yards of Baker Mayfield's up to maybe close to 300. But give me a confident Baker Mayfield, and – he he's going to do his thing. And on the Saints' end, I mean, it just didn't look like they were getting it going. 37 passes. Well, 23 passes by Derek Carr completed for only 127 yards, 13 completions to your running back. I don't think that'll get you anywhere, although it's Alvin Kamara and he's just coming back. But you still have Olave who had one catch, four yards. Michael Thomas, four catches, 53 yards. I still don't think Michael Thomas got the ball enough.
0: I don't think Olave got the ball enough. I yeah, think both. in in my opinion, talent-wise, Olave is right there with Waddle and um Smith. Yes. Like I feel like they're all the same tier. But you can tell who is actually being utilized in a good way because Olave should be pitting up more points. He should be getting more targets. Like I don't know if this is Saints offensive coordinator, but you have the people to have a good offense i not saying like a great but a good offense yeah and I don't think at any point this season this offense has looked good
1: no I mean I can see what the offense was trying to do instantly bring Kamara back into the spin of things 11 carries 13 catches I mean it just looks like you wanted Kamara to win you this game but I mean that's not the way to go
0: no and I don't look forward to watching any kind of Saints game this year. Like, it's that's, that's just miserable, man. Moving on to the next one, we got the Commanders losing in overtime to the Eagles, 34-31. to 31. I said in the last episode, if this game is close, Commanders need to be excited. And this game was fucking close, dude. This game was really close. If I'm, if I'm a Commanders fan, I'm really excited right now because I don't know the last time they actually... Besides, like, maybe a few one-off games throughout the seasons where they competed with the Eagles, but, like, this team feels different. It doesn't feel like it's just a one-off. It feels like they're trending in a really good direction.
1: Yeah, it's, it's an Eagles team that the um, commanders know, so I feel like they were more more comfortable out there. And they, or oh, I should say Sam Howe, I understand he's a rookie, but I'm sure he was prepped for the Eagles because it was, it was a huge turnaround, in my opinion from his uh, previous week playing the Bills, coming out here, making it a game. 29 completions, 290 yards, one touchdown. I mean, that's a huge, huge turnaround from um, last week.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And because I think he had four picks last week. Yeah, this is a ginormous turnaround. And this defense is no joke. Like, the Eagles have a a really good defense.
1: Back-to-back defenses, top defenses. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's how he comes out. I mean, I, I like Jalen Hurts was doing his thing, too. I mean, I want to see Jalen Hurts be more of a passer. Be mo- I want to see Jalen Hurts being more of a passer just to get his receivers involved. Like, A.J. Brown obviously had nine catches, 175 yards. He went crazy. Yeah. Two touchdowns. I, I may be falling into the media where Jalen Hurts is taking all the touchdowns away from <laughs> uh, the other guys. But... Like like I was saying, or like we were saying, there's not enough ball to go around. No. So, some games, somebody's going to have to lay back. And in this game, to me, everyone got to eat.
0: Everyone. I mean, Swift, it looks like he's in that one spot again. So, it looks like that's kind of where they're trending. He had 14 carries for 56 yards, a touchdown. He also had four catches for 23 yards. I mean, fuck, dude, this offense is good. Like, yeah. you could – I feel like you could pit – the whole Eagles offense, like, on a fantasy team and have a legit chance of just winning, like, each week. Yeah,
1: picking up Swift, um, that hometown Philly hero, was a great pickup. He reminds – I mean, I didn't want to say it too early. I was definitely thinking of it when I seen him in that visor, just looking super scary. He reminded me of Shady McCoy. Um, but, I don't know, Sean McCoy wasn't as compact as Swift is. He's kind of more compact than – McCoy was.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, both these teams, great things to look forward to. Eagles are obviously, like, a legit Super Bowl threat. I think Commanders might might make the playoffs. They have a chance to. Uh, maybe there's a wild card or something. But they're, the best thing about Commanders is that they're just training in the right direction right now.
1: Yeah. Now they, they are looking – they're going in the right direction. Yeah. Especially for this bounce back from the Bills game.
0: Moving on to the next one – and. This one pisses me off because we pretty much even talked about it and predicted against our predictions. But Bengals losing to the Titans 27-3. to We said the Bengals should win, but it just feels like a game the Titans are somehow going to win. And they just beat the fuck out of the Bengals, man. It pisses me off because now the AFC South in a, a fucking four-way tie. The Bengals, like, you're just you're just letting me down. Every game I watch you play, even the one they win, like, they're just letting me down nonstop.
1: Yeah, this... This game, um, the only way I've seen it, seeing the Titans winning, it was based on the run game. If Derrick Henry got on, because I think his previous, the previous uh, week, he wasn't looking his best. But this one, he was looking like King Henry, under 22 yards, one touchdown. The 22 carries. Man, it's like, how, how long can he do this? I mean, I know his body has to be crucial, just going through pain.
0: Yeah. T- no, I mean he's he's getting up there too with his age, I mean yeah. he's a big dude uh carrying the workload. The Titans are so fucking wishy-washy dude, like it would, I almost feel like it would suck to be one of their fans right now cuz you just don't know which Titans you're getting to watch that weekend. Yeah. And it could be either miserable or it could be I don't even know. It would even the stats don't look like this game was fun for them really besides the Derrick Henry stats. Like Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean,
1: Tannehill threw the 240 yards. Got 18 of 25, but... Still uh, threw an interception. Yeah. Like, it's like Derrick Henry is going to save... Derrick Henry saves this team. He saves Tannehill. Saves the coach. It's like if Derrick Henry's not on in these games...
0: There's just no shot.
1: Yeah. Like, if... I can understand... Well, I can't understand. If Tannehill's on, say Tannehill goes out here and gets 300 yards, two touchdowns, in my opinion... They still don't win a game, not the, against the Bengals, but I still don't think they win the game if Derrick Henry's not on. Like,
0: yeah, I Derrick, agree.
1: Derrick Henry's getting under with under twenty carries or under fifteen carries, less than forty yards or less than fifty yards. I, was I don't thinking even less than sixty. Yeah, I winning like
0: he's got to have a pretty good game for them to win. Yes,
1: yes, it, it changes
0: things. Um, but yeah, I don't know what I think about these two teams. Besides, they both piss me off at this rate. But moving on to the next one, we have the Raiders losing to the Chargers, 24-17. to The one thing I really took away from this game is both these head coaches should be fired. I So I watched this one with my buddy who's a Chargers fan, and it was hard to watch. I tried, like, viewing it from both fan views. Fuck, bro, get rid of both. Josh McDaniels is terrible. Like, this offense should be so incredibly good. It's just not. Uh, the Chargers just going for the stupidest fucking plays. They went for like a fourth and one for no reason. Like really no reason in the fourth quarter when they could just punt in it when the Raiders offense was not doing great. Yeah. And they get stuffed. Like, And then the Raiders to tie the game, they're like first and, I don't know, maybe two, three yards away, give or take. And he calls a pass for the interception to lose the game. Yeah. How many times are we gonna do this fucking game? If it's first, first in like three yards, just run the ball. You have Josh Jacobs, yeah, who had a good game. Like I, I can't understand some of the decision making.
1: Then you, yeah, you put your, you put the ball in Aiden O'Connell. Don't know who the fuck that is, but I guess they felt like he was having a good game, twenty four for thirty nine to thirty eight yards. But fucking Jacobs is a workhorse, and I don't care if you. See him not having a good game? I'm running the ball. I, what the fuck? It's fucking
0: Josh Jacobs. You can at least run him two times in first and goal. You know what I'm saying? Like you can get two, give him two attempts to rush it in. Odds are he's probably going to get it. If not, then you can kind of get creative. Even in third and goal, I might fucking run it with him again. Yeah. And then maybe pass it on the fourth and down. Like I don't. To I don't know, man. It pissed me off. Jacobs like, it's was so showing dumb. his
1: value this game. Eight catch tied for the most catches in that game. Um, eight catches, 81 yards, the most yards in that game by any receiver on each team. Showing his fucking value. 17 carries, 58 yards, and you don't put your, put the ball... I guess they felt Devontae Adams is their best player, but I mean, you can't not trust Jacobs. No.
0: What the fuck Especially when you're that close. it yeah. It just absolutely blew my mind. I think their final drive, they didn't rush it with him once. When they had plenty of time on the clock, it just... It made no sense. Yeah, turning um, one-dimensional is not smart. No. And also, the Raiders were playing – the defense was playing tough as hell during this game. Uh, it felt like they were playing, like, the Raiders prison squad. It felt like the longest yard out there, dude. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Dude, Herbert, like, his left middle finger almost got, like, ripped off because, granted, that one was more of an accident. It was after he threw an interception and he was uh, trying to tackle and Crosby blocked him and he, his hand got caught but in his helmet. I like Crosby. Yeah, it, his hand got caught in his helmet when he tried to pull away. Huh. I still don't know exactly what happened, but it looked like he was bleeding, and then they had to wrap it and put, like, a little brace on it and stuff. Um, and it, the Raiders are just going out for blood on defense. But I feel like they always do against the Chargers, yeah. which is pretty entertaining. But
1: I feel like the defense – their defense is always gritty. At least the line is. Line, especially Crosby, I feel like – I mean – that guy is gritty as shit to me. He he is a winner in my eyes. Maybe the team all around is not winning. But in my eyes, I put him in a good position, and he can help a defense out. Like, he can help a contending defense get to that next level.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. I like him a lot. Like, he's just a fun player to watch. Definitely, man. Moving on to the next one, we got the Patriots losing to the Cowboys in a blowout, 38 to 3. Um, Mac Jones gets benched in the fourth quarter. I mean, there's really not much to talk about besides Patriots just getting absolutely pummeled. They lost um Matthew Judon, he's probably out for the year. Uh yeah. Kristen Gonzalez, I believe, their cornerback, he's probably gone for an extended period of time. Damn. It I would, like him. It, yeah, it would, they took they took some hits, some really bad ones uh Cowboys defense showed up again. They try to show why they're one of the better defenses in the league. Um to me, it's a bounce back game for the Cowboys, but they're still going to lose games they shouldn't lose and they're still going to lose in the playoffs. Like this just feels like yeah. it feels like the same Cowboys every single year. I don't know. I'm going to have the same take on them this year until they actually prove something. If they make it to the NFC Championship, then I'll change my take on it. Nah, I don't think they're much
1: of a playoff and like Super Bowl contending team, I don't think they get. I don't think they get to the championship, like the NFC Championship. They did look good in this game, especially playing uh, Bill Belichick's defense. But Mac Jones, I mean, I, I, I think I'm done with him. Like he just looked horrible this game. I know we're playing there. I know they're playing the Cowboys. But I mean, no, nah. he's you, he's you not can't the future. Like, yeah,
0: he's he's really not. No, he.
1: Belichick keeps him back there. I mean, he's just giving up his job. Yeah, no, like, I agree
0: Yeah, there, I mean, there's not much to talk about on this. It's only f- only fun if you're a Cowboys fan for that one. So, uh, Cowboys do play the Niners uh, Sunday night, I think.
1: Yeah, that'll be that'll be a great game. Yeah, um, battle the defenses, but I still think 49ers the power of their offense. I think. I would have to fact-check that just to check the injury status during the game or right before the game. Debo may be out. Um, but I still got 49ers. Debo in or out, you got McCaffrey. He can do it all.
0: Ayuk's been going crazy too. Yeah,
1: he's like, having a season.
0: Their team's insane. Uh, speaking of them, going to our next game, we have the Niners beating the Cardinals 35-16. to I will say one thing about the Cardinals is that they're pretty feisty. Like they're they're a feisty team. They don't just kind of roll over, which is pretty entertaining to watch.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, NFL team, uh, they're a professional NFL team. They have great guys on that team. And I love the fact that they have fight. I think every team should have fight, and they shouldn't be just tanking for um, the best player in the draft. I mean, people pay to come see these games, pay to come see these players – Again, the tickets are probably dog shit. You can get them for under 50 bucks, but sheesh.
0: Try. Brock Brock Purdy almost had a perfect game. 20 completions out of 21 attempts. 283 yards, one touchdown. But McCaffrey had a fucking insane game. I think it was like his best fantasy game ever. Um, He had 20 carries for 106 yards, three touchdowns. Then he has seven receptions for 71 yards and a receiving touchdown. Like... Holy shit! It's also really funny is I played against him last week in fantasy, and I still won. So I feel I feel bad for the guy who had him, but it's, it's crazy. Yeah, this is the
1: this is what I kind of expected from McCaffrey to be carrying this team. Like this was one of the greatest pickups I've seen in some years. Like when I seen that the Forty ers were getting him, I'm like damn, someone allowed that trade to go through or not to go through. But someone really made that treat, which, which is crazy. Um, the 49ers, they look like – I'm going to say this every week. They look like the favorites. Offense is clicking. McCaffrey can't be stopped. Purdy's just back there doing his thing,
0: having his way. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this Niners-Cowboys game. This should be a really entertaining one. Yeah. It's going to be the biggest test for Purdy too. It's, it's still, the Cowboys defense is still legit. So it's going to be a really good test for him. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I think I think he'll be fine.
1: Um, mm. I got Forty ers in that one.
0: Yeah, the same. Moving on to our Sunday night game, uh, we have the Chiefs barely beating the Jets, twenty-three to twenty. This was, this was a fun game. Um, it was fun to get behind Zach Wilson, which I still think he's not good. Um, even if he has one good game, he needs to prove it to me and prove it to everyone. I would assume. He uh, went 28 out of 39 for 245 yards for two touchdowns, which is actually better stats than Mahomes, who had 18 completions out of 30 attempts for 203 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Um, I think I don't like to talk about the refs a lot just because whoever team loses probably has something to say about the refs every single game. But this one... Felt really abysmal, in my opinion. Like it, there was shit that wasn't called. There was shit that shouldn't have been called. And I don't. I also don't like to buy into the thing where NFL is like collabing with Taylor Swift to bring up views and stuff like that. But fuck when people when they do shit like this, it's almost kind of hard to have an argument against it. Yeah,
1: yeah. The really Zach Wilson. He, in my opinion, he did play play a good game he could have cleaned up some things um the Chiefs or I should say Patrick Mahomes he just looked really cocky really arrogant out there it was just throwing up anything like I think he felt the whole game that he had this win in the bag and he was just out there trying stuff um just some of those passes like a couple of his interceptions or both of his interceptions just were like what the fuck are you doing
0: yeah, it's Man. not like the defender had to make a good play. Yeah, he was kind of yeah. already there. Just <laughs> like, up
1: there in the air, like anyone can get it. I'm like, what the hell is going on? But they still came out with the win. Pacheco carried them to success. I mean, he had a crazy ass game.
0: He so, looked really fucking fast out there, like incredibly fast out there.
1: Yeah, this is his beat game. I mean, he a couple of games ago, I just thought he was running really timid and like, kind of stupid. But this game, he was he was looking like. Running back number one. He is running back number one, but he made it look really a landslidish victory that he's number one, like not even close.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I don't know. I know you're saying like you're not ruling out the Chiefs and stuff like that. Neither am I, but this doesn't feel like the Chiefs. Even I think like last year they had a rough start, but they even felt different than this team. Like something about this team just doesn't feel great to me.
1: Yeah, no, they have not been playing that Chiefs football that we know. And I think it's really on them. I think it's really on <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey. They, they are just playing so cocky. Like, I, he's just, Patrick Mahomes was just forcing the ball to Kelsey a lot of times on his picks forcing the ball to Kelsey on one of them. I can't remember the other, but on one of them, he was forcing into double coverage to Kelsey.
0: It, it feels like they're trying to put on a show, but not like a football show, Yeah, if that makes sense. Yes. Like like a social media, like, I'm on TV type of show. Yeah, and, and I, mean, I don't like under that lights.
1: And I don't know, they think the Jets are just going to roll over. That defense doesn't care who you are. They're going to show up every fucking game. They don't yeah. care what the offense is doing. Exactly. I mean, they're going to show up. They right. were giving... Like the, like against the Bills, they were giving the offense opportunities to win the game. It's just unfortunate that you have Zach Wilson just given an opportunity
0: to given that opportunity back to the other team. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's rough. I mean, Jets wise, like I guess it's pretty fun to not just get your ass whooped for a yeah. game. Yeah, um, and I wouldn't mind seeing Zach Wilson start to do better, start to progress. Uh, Just because his his memes are so funny, dude, I I love it. The whole, I I think there was one where it's like Kelsey looking up and it's like him looking at Swift, and then it was uh, Wilson looking up and I said looking at Donna Kelsey. Kelsey. That shit cracks me up. It was so funny. (laughs) Goodness, let this man live. (laughs) It's so funny. No matter what he does, he's gonna get memed. Like yeah, and, and I love it. But yeah, that was it. Was a rough game. It was an irritating game, but. It is what it is. Either way, the Chiefs got to win, and Jets lost. So, Yeah, still
1: a good game by the Jets, man. That's just Wilson single-handedly blew that game. They
0: got to get it together for sure. Moving on to our Monday night game. I think this game kind of went how everyone thought it should go. Uh, Seattle winning 24-3 to over the Giants. It got to a point where I was actually feeling legitimately bad for Daniel Jones. Like, seeing him on the sideline... Like breathing heavy, just like just out of he's giving, he is giving everything he has. That offensive line is one of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen in football. Yeah. It is insane how fast they're getting to him and how fast they're hitting him. And he's just got to run for his life. Um, I don't think he like played a great game passing wise still. And this, this Giants team fucking sucks. Like it, it just sucks.
1: Yeah, they, they do suck. It starts with that O line. I mean, you can't get protection, so your quarterback's running for his fucking life and just throwing the ball willy-nilly because he just doesn't have time. He's just, okay, let me just not get hit this, this fucking play. Damn, I just got hit last play. And you can see him getting frustrated on the field. I've seen him visibly getting frustrated.
0: Which I think that's a huge thing to point out because he normally doesn't. He's one of those um, people cool. who's very calm, cool, collective. Even when they're losing by a lot, he's yep. normally calm, cool, collective. But, man, you can only take so much of an ass-whooping before you really just start to fucking get pissed, dude. I think yeah. that's what was starting to show.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to do with that line. Get everybody out of there. You're going to need a new line. Um, see, But on the other side of the field, Seahawks, to me, they didn't have too much of a, like a
0: great game. They just played the Giants. I agree. It too. felt just like they did what they had to yeah. type of thing. Nothing more, nothing less. Um, which I mean, on the other side of it, like you beat—it's good that they beat a bad team. They're supposed to beat, you know what I'm saying? Because there's teams, kind of like uh, the Cowboys who lost to the the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Like you should beat a team like that, but they didn't. Definitely. But the Seahawks should beat a team like the Giants, and they did. So, gotta give them a little bit of props there, I guess. Yeah, hell yeah.
1: knows the man. He was he was a little rowdy that game. Actually speaking on it. I think he got, the way he got tackled um he got tackled out of bounds and the defender fell on his legs like fell back on his legs and Gino fell back and Gino was livid he was fucking livid I mean he he I think he walked off the field you know started walking it off Drew Lock came in a couple of, a couple of uh place got right in that defender's face I'm like oh shit this is the Gino I want to see Yeah absolutely I'm like shit he's rowdy
0: now And that, like, worked out perfectly for me because I had him under a certain amount of passing yards. I don't remember what it was. Then he got hurt. And it's like, I'm going to hit it, but he got hurt, so that sucks. But then he came back, so it's like, all right, he's healthy. Yeah. And he missed time, so now I'm going to hit it. Like, we're all good here. You know what I'm saying?
1: Definitely, yeah. That that worked out in your favor. Yeah, absolutely.
0: That wraps up our week four recap. Um, Week five right around the corner. Some exciting matchups. But let's go ahead and kind of talk about our big dogs and ankle biters of the week if you want to kick us off.
1: Yeah, um my big dog just big dogs just starting it off. Stefan Diggs, 6 catches, 120 yards, 3 touchdowns. I mean, the dude went off. You know, this is the Diggs I kind of want to see all season. Obviously, we won't see that all season, but I just like Diggs when he's aggressive and fierce. Like, keep going. I, I want to see that. That's good football to me. Um, my second big dog from the Seahawks game is Devin Witherspoon. The rookie cornerback had a pick six two sacks and a tackle for a loss. I mean you don't, see, you don't see cornerbacks coming to the league and hitting and looking for those hits like Witherspoon. He looked like he was trying to start the Legion of Boom back up.
0: Yeah, no, he was very, very impressive. It was against the Giants, but he's a rookie, and he made those plays that he had to make, and he executed perfectly. Like, he went the fuck off, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I like him. I'm going to watch more Seahawks games just for him.
0: My two big dogs, they're both wide receivers. My first one is A.J. Brown. He went crazy. He caught 9 of 13 passes thrown to him, 175 yards, two touchdowns. This is like the A.J. Brown that you're kind of used to seeing. It feels like a midseason for him, A.J. Brown, which I guess we're not too far away from midseason, but he he went fucking nuts. He was catching everything. He was burning people. It was awesome to watch. He went crazy on my fantasy team, too, so that's always just amazing. Um, and then my second one is Ayuk, who caught every ball thrown to him, so six attempts thrown to him. He caught all six and 148 yards. Didn't have a touchdown, but he still had a really fucking good game, especially coming back from an injury he had the week before.
1: Yeah, he, uh, IU man, he's been playing his ass off these past couple of years. And I know it's hard getting that touchdown when you got McCaffrey on that team. But IU keep doing your thing. Hell
0: yeah. Yeah, he, he is fun to watch. I made a trade for him in our Dynasty League of two weeks back now. And just because I wanted to watch him more, like, give me the, the, the more reason to watch him. Yeah, I like that. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into our ankle biters. Uh, I'll kick this off on this one. So, I got two. I have Aaron Jones. Now, I do have a little asterisk next to this because he was injured for the past, like, two to three weeks. So, I do get leading him back in. But he only had five carries, 18 yards, one reception for negative four yards. I don't know if that's more on the offensive coordinator, kind of how they plan to use them, or what it is. But that, that's rough. That's yeah. really rough
1: seems like he was on a restriction just because he was coming off the injury, but you still want to see a little more promising um, plays from him. Yeah. It, that is it, tough.
0: Bad day for Aaron Jones, fantasy order. Yeah. Um, my second one is the person I watched the first full game of him play, uh, Desmond Ritter, who went 19 for 31, 191 yards, a touchdown at two interceptions. I mean, I talked about it a little bit earlier in the episode. He did not look fucking fun at all. Like it, it looked miserable to me. Like you have Bajan Robinson, you have Gheeler. like you have uh, Drake London, you have Kyle Pitts. Like how do you look that bad with all those weapons?
1: Yeah, I mean, not too me personally, not too high on the expectations for Ritter. Never really, never really seen him. Like I don't know, I never really seen him do his thing in the league yet. Like I don't haven't seen him prove himself he hasn't proven himself to me i should say uh but yeah you have Drake, fucking london algier Bijan robinson why can't you win this game why can't you put up points in this goddamn game they get it together
0: i will say this would be a team that would be really interested that somehow caleb williams ended up on because they would have to be one of the craziest youngest teams there would be yeah That'd I, be a really entertaining team.
1: I don't see him going there. I don't see it either. I like get it, it'll be. Uh, I don't know. I mean, for a Falcons fan, you'd love to get him, but I just don't see him going there. I mean, he said he's not coming out. Th- um, coming
0: out this year. He this said. Season. He said if the, the situation doesn't look great, he's not going to. Which I think is kind of yeah. bullshit, in my opinion. Yeah. Because whoever has first pick is not going to be in a great situation to begin with. Yeah. Um. But right now, it's looking like the Bears are gonna have the first two picks. Yeah, I'm drafting Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison, and calling it a day. You know what I'm saying?
1: Definitely, That'd definitely be insane.
0: Yeah, damn,
1: that'll be a good wide receiver room right there.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's all I got for this episode. We're about to roll in to week five, which is crazy to say how fast that's going. But been a lot of fun football, dude. Hell yeah! Hell yeah!